0: we mm-hmm.
1: legendary band, the Rolling Stones. He transitioned this week at the tender age of 80. So he had a good run. He had yep. a really good run.
0: Came, Just, yeah. <laughs> any member of the Stones had a good run, sir.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hell, Keith R- I, And that was young, because, hell, Keith Richards got to be 275, and he's still alive and kicking. Yeah. Eddie-hoo. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads we shall, we ask, we implore, we insist upon you by supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with Attitude. By going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official ChairShot t-shirt, you're gonna find something you absolutely adore. I guarantee to you. Go soft style with it. Typically, when we're talking about men, that's not a great thing. But when it comes to these great t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, it is the only way to go. Plus, you'll be supporting the movement because lest we forget, the chairshot.com, we are not just a website, we're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes' Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the illustrious Raymond Cash. The Commissioner PC Tunney is having some technical difficulties this week, so he's not going to be able to join us. So we're running a little pick and roll today. Mr. Cash, how goes it?
0: Pretty good, man. Good day. Um, Good week so far. Um, By the way, I laugh at all the catchphrases that you've made up because I try to emulate every single one of them and fail miserably. So, hey, what can you do?
1: Well, you can come up with your own. That's a thought.
0: Why would I do that? Why would I come up with my own? The white man has told me, taught me that I steal from the black man. Take yours. Well,
1: touche. Touche.
0: Hey, I'm just, I'm just doing my job as an American.
1: Ask Pat Boone how that worked out for him.
0: Hey, everybody got to <laughs> die. Everybody got to die. <laughs>
1: Highly imitated, never duplicated. We got a lot going on, though, this week. It's weird because this is typically kind of the the soft spot in sports. You know, we're not quite there for the NBA or excuse me, the NFL season. NBA free agency has kind of died down. It, it kind of went out with a whimper this year. I expected a lot more boom, bang, pow. We're done mm-hmm. with the Olympics. Major League Baseball is kind of the dog days of summer. Typically, it's not a whole lot going on in this particular time when it comes to the sports world. But I, I feel like we've got some interesting topics to chop it up about.
0: Well, it's, a, it's an interesting year, Chris. It's a very different year in that almost two years worth of sports has kind of been smashed into one, um, and the sports calendar has pushed has been pushed back. You just mentioned that we had an Olympics in twenty twenty one that just ended at, and two week three. I'm sorry, three days after the NBA finals ended. So you know, um, this tonight is the twenty fifth. Two weeks from now, we have NFL football, so it's a very weird year, but it, I think it's good because all year long, the sports calendar has something for us to talk about, something for us to be interested in. If I'm Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I believe the U.S. Open in tennis is coming up in a week or so. It's a yes, lot sir. going on. Um, we're not going to really get to it, all due respect to our tennis people, but I think it is of note that we are a sports show. Venus Williams has uh, withdrawn. Because of a torn hamstring, this is the first time since 1997 we won't have Venus, Serena, or Federer in a major since 1997. I was in fourth grade.
1: That's oh, I time. hate you! Oh, I hate That's you! Long time.
0: What was you already really had a mortgage?
1: Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was damn near on my way. What 97? What was I? Was I junior? I think. What year did you graduate high school? 99. Okay. So I was a, okay, I was a sophomore. Okay. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so
0: ba- basically the the moral of the story is he old as hell. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I live with this shit every day in my, my goddamn real life, man. I don't need you bringing it up, too.
0: <laughs> hey, man, what are friends for?
1: <sighs> Uplift, edify, maybe.
0: And make fun of. With that, big, that part. Uh, I mean, you know, if Tony's not here, so somebody got to do it. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back. We got some football for you. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the world of the NFL and we got some college. So, sit tight, we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and
1: hottest in the world of pro wrestling?
0: So, Chris, I mentioned to you that we have NFL football coming, real NFL football, NFL football that matters, in two weeks, September 9th, I believe was the first game. Um, I, forgive me, I, I know it's the Bucks versus somebody, yeah, we're
1: going to watch. I think it's Dallas, but, but keep talking, I'll, I'll confirm that.
0: Okay. But, with that being said, this weekend we're going into the final week of preseason, and we are getting to the nitty gritty on some major football quarterback competitions. And I wanted to kind of run through a few of them real quick with you, Chris, and see what you think, who you think is gonna win, how you think the the uh the competition is 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 taking course. And you know, there's a couple of them that already are kind of a go and if you think it's the right move. So you wanna write these out real quick?
1: Yes, sir. And just to confirm, yes, it is going to be Dallas traveling to the Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay, opening night, Thursday, NFL. Marquee game. You got the Champs versus the Cowboys, formerly America's team. I think the Browns have supplanted them as America's team. But that's We could end this right show. We could we'll end this show right now. We could we'll, end we'll. this show. We got right plenty now. of time to get to that this year. We will.
0: Yeah, like I said, we could end this show right now. You're going to come with some Browns bullshit like that. Um, I'm gonna give your boys some love. We're going to start off with the Northern saints. Famous as Jameis Winston versus Taysom Hill. If you watch the last game, the saints played, he showed why, or reminded people why he was the number one pick and a damn Heisman trophy winner. I think Jameis is winning this well, he Should have won, should be winning, but I think he's winning like by, by a landslide.
1: Y'all already know, man, I never gave up any of my Jameis stock. I still had a lot of interest in Jameis. I'm not giving up. I never gave up. I still haven't given up. When he came into the league, I really thought his doppelganger was Peyton Manning. And the reason I say that... Jesus Christ! (laughs) Yeah, I went there. But let me explain. Can I explain? So, number one, two guys, not necessarily the best athletes, don't Either of them have the best arm, but they know how to get it there. They were both savants when it came to reading defenses. And much like how Peyton Manning struggled in his first couple of seasons with interceptions, Jameis did as well. I, I really thought like he was a cerebral quarterback, and I-, I still feel that about him. Plus, the LASIK doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. This has got to be this has got to be Jameis right here. Now they're probably going to have to modify the offense for him because he likes to get a little air under the ball and that dipping, dunking shit they did to make Drew Brees last for the last five or six years. That shit ain't gonna work with him. But if you're talking about just a quarterback, it's got to be him. I know they love Taysen for whatever reason, and they're going to give him every single opportunity. And obviously, he's going to be a part in the offense on the Cordell Stewart. Tim Tebow slash side of the game, but sure. it's got to be Jameis. Jameis gives you the best chance to win. I, I, I don't even see how it's. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't see how it's even a competition at this point, except for that Taysom is is Peyton's boy.
0: We we often don't agree on Jameis, but we we agree here wholeheartedly. This should never been a a competition. I give Taysom Hill credit for one thing. I think Taysom Hill is harder to game plan for if he's going to be your starter. Because you have no idea what he's going to do. He may have a game where he throws the ball three times and runs it 12. You don't know what's going to happen. But Jameis is a pro quarterback. That is his – he has been a quarterback since he started playing football. That is what he does. The Peyton Manning thing is so egregious. I don't even know if we're going to talk about that. That Seriously?
1: I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I'm just saying the comps.
0: Yeah, you're not comparing their careers, but – Jameis yeah. ain't cerebral. Jameis ain't never been able to read no defense. And Jameis has a massive arm with no accuracy. He is the anti peyton Manning. Jameis is Joe Flacco.
1: Whoa, 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 I didn't say he was a, I didn't say he was cerebral off the field. I'm talking I was talking strictly football, man. <laughs> strictly football. And that say some shit, man. After about week five or six, man, you 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 know, defenses will be able to game plan for that shit and shut his whole shit down.
0: You're right. You're right. And we're we're talking about an offensive genius because Sean Payton has shown he's going to make it work. A big, big part of what happens to them, though, is when will Michael Thomas be back? That's a really, really rough uh time for him to be out, knowing that we have a new quarterback under center for the first time since 2005. Which 2000s, is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to think about that. Um, But moving on, we uh kind of have a, another case of polar opposites. In San Francisco, we have Jimmy G, aka the porn star of the NFL, San versus the big homie Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Trey Lance has some moments, and I I I I know because of the team. There's a lot of Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick kind of vibes going. You know, yeah, that's the, where
1: that's where I was going.
0: And I I get it. I I really do. But I think Trey Lance has a chance to be a much better passer than Kaepernick ever was. Now, he'll never be the runner Kaepernick was. He'll never be the guy on the rollout. Kaepernick, other than Aaron Rodgers, Kaepernick's one of the best quarterbacks of our our generation at accuracy rolling out of the pocket. So he's fantastic at that. I don't don't know if Trey Lance will ever be that. But in terms of passing the ball, give him three, four years, that could be fine. Jimmy G got to win this. He got to win it. You I don't think you can go back. You can't not start the kid. You can't start the kid and then take him out and then ruin his confidence. You know, I I don't think you can do that.
1: Oh, so you're saying Alex Smith and Cabinet, you're talking about the black white thing. That's that's not where I was going.
0: No, I'm not talking about the black white thing. I'm talking about the quarterback thing that Alex that Alex Smith and Jimmy Grapple are both limited quarterbacks who win a lot but aren't supremely talented as far as their arm strength or their what they can do on the field goals. I'm talking about Kaepernick and Lance and guys that are almost wild cards in that they can, they're mobile, they can scramble, they can, you know, move around the pocket. They can throw the ball a thousand feet, but they might be limited in what they can do from an an arm standpoint to a certain level. That's what I mean. And they both black and white. So there's that.
1: Yeah. But thank you though. You also perfectly laid out my argument for me as well. (laughs) You know what I mean? Much like Alex Smith. And I actually like Alex Smith more than I like Jimmy G. He's just not aesthetically pleasing. People love that melon farmer and how he looks. But, yeah, they're both limited in what they can do. And there's a ceiling when they're your quarterbacks. I mean, hell, Jimmy G, a couple years ago, man, he was a wide open Emmanuel Sanders away from being a Super Bowl champion. And you and I, you or I could have made that throw. It really wasn't that hard. And San Francisco is a team that's built to win right now. The yep. defense is strong. They got weapons on offense. They've got a hell of a running game. Kyle Shanahan. I kind of go back and forth on him, but he's he's innovative when it comes to offense, except for when you know when the shit gets real. We've seen him blow two Super Bowls, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. I facts. think ultimately, I, I think that yeah, I think that. And the thing with, uh, oh, boy, is he, it, it kind of gives me James Wiseman vibes in the NBA. He's a guy that he didn't mm-hmm. play last year, super talented. It's probably going to take him a year or two or three to kind of get acclimated to the pro, 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 pro game, easy for me to say, because he's missed so much time. But I also think that there's going to come a point in time where you you, you got to roll the dice with him. If I'm yeah. Jimmy G, he knows what it is. He You know, to quote the late, great Craig Mack, you won't be around next year, and he knows that. So he's going to go out this season and try to prove his worth as a starter, and if he plays well, he knows he's going to secure himself a job next season. But, you know, he ain't here for a long time, but in his mind, hopefully he'll be here for a good time.
0: Of all of these um, competitions we're going to mention, this I believe is the most disrespectful, and that's not because Trey Lance isn't talented or worthy, but because Jimmy Garoppolo has done nothing to – be benched, other than be a limited quarterback. So, and you mentioned, I think, as we move on, I think the key is San Francisco is in win-now mode. San Francisco could feasibly be in the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, I think you go with the kind of the the guy who's been there, who's done that, who knows how to win. I think Jimmy G should win that. Uh, Moving on to the next one, we're going to talk about another guy you love, but they've actually announced today – that for the Denver Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater will be the week one starter over Drew Locke, the incumbent starter from last year. Teddy Bridgewater is more along that Jimmy G, uh, Alex Smith lane. Drew Locke is a guy who is, you we, we know John Elway loves drafting a six foot six a guy that can move around the pocket and throw it a mile but can't hit a barn. So, how do you feel about that? Do you think Teddy Bridgewater is the guy to bring some stability? to that
1: quarterback role. We've seen enough of Drew Locke to know he ain't it. Yes. If, if, if if he was it, he would have been it way before now. You got to go with Teddy Two Gloves. Obviously, like you said, he does have a ceiling, but it is stability. He's not going to put you in a position to lose, per se. But, yeah, you, you got to go with Teddy Two Gloves. And, 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 maybe, and maybe with the mile-out air behind him, maybe that'll give a little oomph to his arm. You never know, right?
0: Hey look, if you can't throw the ball mile, you can't throw the ball over 20 yards, you better hit every single person in that numbers. Teddy
1: Bridgewater is a 70% passer, so I get I'm with it. He um, just doesn't pass beyond six yards, but he gonna get it to you. <laughs> he gonna get it there, man. Them six shots.
0: Hey, he gonna get it there. So true. I think probably the most fun race, and again, this is another one where the coach has said it's not a race, but we the people believe it is. In Chicago, or as you call it, what'd you call it? Chicago. Thank you. Uh, Andy Dalton got the job. But Justin Fields trying to make these boys really like question that. He is playing fantastic. He still don't know how to move, uh, how to shift the line or get some protection. He'll learn that because they're going to come for his head. First game is against the Rams and Aaron Donald going to be coming trying to knock his head off. But I don't know, man. You know, normally you start with a a veteran and you move to the kid if you need to. This might be a case where you probably do the other. We know what Andy Dalton is. We know what he can do. They need
1: the hope that Justin Fields brings to that team. Hot take alert. Do you mind? Please do. Don't be surprised if Nagy is the first coach that gets fired this season. Because, I mean, this is another team similar to San Francisco. This is a team that's built to win now. And on the lowest of lowest of lowest of keys, the Bears had a shot in that playoff game versus New Orleans last season. If Mitch Trubisky could have made some plays, like obviously, you know, towards the end of the third quarter, leading into the fourth, they got away from him. But they were in that game. Like New Orleans weren't exactly world beaters last season. So they could have won that game. But this is a team that's also built to win now. I understand why he's going with the red rifle because his job's on the line. If, if I'm telling you, he's going to be fired. You don't think he know his job's on the line. He probably already got his house on the market right now. I bet.
0: <laughs> who? Who?
1: Nagy? Yes.
0: Or, who, okay. Yeah. I was about to say Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton lived in a hotel, bro.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Andy <Eddie> Dalton <laughs> is living in Airbnbs for the last four years. He know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got yeah. no stability. But, yeah, I, I get where they're coming from because they're built to win now. I just don't think that Dalton's the guy. Honestly, I would if, if Nagy had job security, which I don't think he does, I would roll out there with Fields, let him take his lumps for a year, and then maybe next year you'll be in a position to, you know, to do something. I just don't think he has job security and he knows that and he's literally coaching for his job.
0: Well, speaking of taking lumps, Trevor Lawrence for this number one pick of of the draft this year for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, the incumbent starter, the mustache himself, Mr. Gardner Minshew, who has shown some some talent. Uh, do you throw Trevor Lawrence out there? Because we saw in this last game he didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily struggle with his arm talent or getting the ball out, but it's a different game. You know, you have less time to get the ball out than you did in college there's the the best linebacker in college is like the third linebacker on somebody's team right now. It's a different game. Do you think that they should throw Trevor out there to the wolves day one? or well, should they let Minshew start kind of let the kid sit down and watch a little bit and then move on, move along to to who's going to be the future of the franchise?
1: <laughs> it's funny you bring up Minchu and his mustache on a team that's owned by Shaka Khan. He only has the most, the second most memorable mustache. That's just funny to me. I don't know, that's, man. My, that's
0: my, that's yeah, real.
1: Yeah, my mind just works weird. I don't know, Ray. I don't know, man. Because nobody's expecting anything from Jacksonville this year, and nobody even knows how to breed these quarterbacks. There's one school of thought: let them get out there, take their lumps. There's another school of thought. Let him sit, watch, get some reps in practice, and then we'll bring him out next year. I have no idea what they do. I, I, I honestly don't. I have no idea what they should do here. Um, Minshew is what he is. But do you really want to destroy Lawrence confidence in his first year when he's just going out there getting the shit kicked out of him or worse, like Joe Burrow and mess around and get injured? I don't know. I don't know where they go with this, man. I, I don't. What, what do you think? I, I I really don't know. What you do?
0: You know, I'm again. I'm normally you start to you start to incumbent. You start to vet. Give to the young kid. But in this case, you have a brand new coach. You have a brand new GM. You have brand new everything, right? I don't think it's, it's a bad idea, maybe to start the kid. Now, Trevor Lawrence is not your ordinary quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is, and this this. Like, I, some of you may disagree with this, but the scouts say Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback coming into the league in 20 years. That includes Andrew Luck. That includes Peyton Manning. That includes Michael Vick. That includes all of these short things that we knew. He's the best prospect of all of them. Right. The it's kid was
1: argue that because of, it's hard to argue that because what he did at Clemson.
0: The kid was the best quarterback in football as a freshman. So my only concern is the speed of the game. That's my only concern because you it's, it's shown to fluster him a bit. When he gets his feet underneath him and he's able to plant his foot, the ball comes out beautifully. He's hitting his receivers. Jacksonville isn't overly stacked. They lost their first-round pick, um, Travis Etienne, as a running back who played with him at Clemson, I believe. Um, so that hurts. Um, but I don't know, man. This is such a different situation because it's such a different quarterback. These other guys need time. Justin Fields needs a little time. Trey Lance needs two years. Your boy Lawrence can start right now, but yeah, you I would probably start Mitchu. Just you know, at least the first game, I'd probably start Minshew.
1: They probably will, and plus, you know, the last 10 years, man. Uh, more and more of these teams have been going more towards those college-style offenses, which is why Ray, a lot of these yeah. guys... Yeah, so a lot of these guys have been able to come into the league and have instant success because it's not such a, a culture shock to them. You know what I mean? Because they're doing what they're familiar doing. But yeah, I don't know, Ray. I don't know what you do here. Like, Jacksonville a fucking mess, man. I, I don't know what you do. I don't. Yeah.
0: Jacksonville is a mess, but I think they got the right people in place to long-term be good. Now, I say long-term... Meyer don't last longer than five years. So I don't know how long term that's gonna be. But at least you've got a quarterback who, as long as he stays healthy, much like uh much like the champ Joe Burrow, you, you you you're you're good for 10 years if you keep that guy healthy. Um moving on to our last football quarterback competition. Uh and this has probably been the most publicized in New England. New England spent $160 million this offseason to revamp their entire offense for Cam Newton, and they go and draft Mac Jones. Mac Jones is exactly the guy that, if you drew up, who would be the quarterback for Bill Belichick? It's Mac Jones, because he's an exact clone of one Thomas Brady. Now, before I, I send this to you, I do want to bring up that there's a story in the news about Cam Newton. Cam Newton, of course, is unvaccinated. And he had some mix up with a test that he either wasn't able to take or supposed to take, but there's some mix up that caused him to be have to quarantine and be away from the facility for five days. So there's already a negative feel about Cam in, in the building. Now, other than that moment, everybody will tell you Bill Belichick loves the guy, and I believe he does. He shows that he does. But Mac Jones has looked great.
1: What do you do here? You got to go with Cam. I, I know he might have alienated some people with with whatever the fuck happened. Because you know, I, I read up on it. You sent me the article. I still don't really know what happened here. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's very ambiguous. You know what I mean? But you got to – Number one, we know how Bill Belichick feels about rookies. He doesn't have the patience for them at all, whatsoever. And they spent all that money this off season to try to be competitive. And don't get it twisted. Bill was sitting back watching how shit played out last year with Tom Brady's spite season, and he's geared up to have his own spite season this year. I would love to get Bill Belichick away from the cameras, away from the media with his spirit of choice. He seems like a scotch man to me. And after about two or three scotches, chop, chop it up with him and see how he really feels about how everything went down last season.
0: Yeah,
1: Cam looked good in the game that I saw him in. Mac Jones looked good as well. But there was a lot of shit going on last year with Cam, man. Number one, they didn't have any offensive weapons whatsoever. Yes. He caught COVID. I still don't think that he was 100% healthy going into the season, and he wore down even more trying to come back from the COVID, and he looked horrible. I I wasn't sure he was even going to be in the league after that because you know how a lot of people in the league feel about Cam. But you got to rock with Cam. Former MVP, led his team to a Super Bowl you got all these guys in here and then you bring in an unproven rookie, you got to rock with Cam until Cam shows you you can't rock with Cam anymore.
0: I tend to agree, I think Cam should start, but I will say of all of these um all of these competitions we've talked about that involve a rookie, this is the team that has the best offensive line. So so much of the concerns for people like Justin Fields is that or We just talked about Trevor Lawrence is you don't want them to get their block knocked off like we saw, you know, like we saw uh, Joe, Joe Money, Joey B. Last year, get hurt. Well, the Patriots got a line and they can protect for him. So I don't know, man. I again, I I probably and this is probably just a, a bias against I'm not against rookies, but at that quarterback position. New England can make some noise. New England could win 10 games this year. They're solid. The entire defense is back. That's not talked about enough. Half of their entire defense. I'm talking all of their all of their best players and their captains opted out last year. They're all back. Dante Hightower, Towers, uh, uh Gilmore, Stephen Stephen how do you say his name. They're all back. So, they can really make some noise in the NFC East, make some noise in the AFC playoff picture. Uh, but yeah, you probably go with Cam and see what happens.
1: Full disclosure, though, I, I was never the biggest Mac Jones fan to begin with. I thought he went way too high. I mean, look at what he was working with at Alabama. This whole situation sounds very AJ McCarron ish to me.
0: Okay, that's fair. Now I'm I'm gonna say something blasphemous. Talk about hot takes. Talk about hot takes. I believe. I'm not talking from a uh, numbers perspective, just from a success standpoint, that Mac Jones will be more successful than Jalen Hurts and Tua Iowa. I think Mac wow. Jones will be the most successful of those three Alabama quarterbacks.
1: Wow, I can't wait till we do our NFL preview because the the Dolphins are one of the enigmas to me, and I'm yeah. I'm here for Tua. I'm, I'm all in on Tua. Hurts. It remains to be seen, but I'm all in on two, so I can't wait till we do our NFL preview. So say stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. That's called hey, the that's, tease and nah. <laughs>
0: while while we're on the subject of the NFL, one more quick thing I want to bring up to you. Sonny Michelle was traded uh to the Rams today. And we know the Rams are their their one kind of hole in their team is running back. So do you think people a lot of people are thinking the Rams are a Super Bowl favorite. Do you think bringing Sonny Michelle in, who we know is a three down back, he may not more, run more than 25 times a game because New England got seven running backs that can play, but he's a three down back. Do you think that that can help Matthew Stafford and uh, the baby boy Sean McVay and that whole offense get back to where they were the year that they went to the Super Bowl and get them back? Do you think that he's the missing piece?
1: Missing piece? No, he's a necessity. Like, he's something that they had to have because there was a huge hole in their running game. So the, he had they had to do something, and he was probably the best available player. Is it going to help? Yes. Is he the X factor? No. I still think that Stafford is the X factor if they can keep him upright and healthy through a 17-game season, which is an, another thing that we didn't take into account because... That's just more opportunity for Mellon Farmers to get injured or people to wear down and and whatnot. So it's going to be interesting to see how this season plays out because there's different schools of thoughts. I know there's a lot of teams that aren't playing their their quarterbacks this season or this preseason. Rather, I know Dak's not playing. Um, There's somebody – I don't think Aaron Rodgers is is playing, rather. And there's somebody else I know that's prominent, but they're not playing. I can't remember who. Maybe it was Stafford. But then on the other side, you got Kansas City who's saying, hey, we you know, we got this new makeshift offensive line. We need to get in sync come the regular season. So, okay, if you got your man Mahomey playing, you know, three, four, excuse me, two, three preseason games, what's that going to look like come November and December? Is it going to work? Is it going to wear down? We don't know. There's a lot of what-ifs going into this season.
0: I agree. I think on paper he is the missing piece. And I say that because everything we know about Sony Michelle is, like I said, he's a three-down back. He's good in the goal line scenario, and he's a fantastic, in protect, fantastic running back in protection. That's what they need because they're going to air the ball out. They have so many great receivers. They're going to air the ball out, right? So that's the that's I think he's on paper. Now I'm talking about the Sony Michelle I watched two three years ago. If that's yeah. that might not be the same Sony Michelle because remember. The year after the Super Bowl, everybody expected they'd go right back because Todd Gurley was the best back in the football. And I don't think I've heard that man's name since.
1: Well, I'm in Atlanta, so I've heard it because that's where he's at now, I believe.
0: Does he play for the Fal- – wow, he went back. Well, okay, see, I didn't know well, that. I didn't know what well, he played.
1: Well, he did last year. I don't know what's going on right now, just to be honest with you. <laughs> well, hey,
0: look, a lot, everything going down in Atlanta. He, he's in He's in Atlanta at one point. I mean, I play there, but he's in Atlanta for sure.
1: Oh, they uh, all are at some point in time.
0: And he a bulldog?
1: Yeah, he's Georgia guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he's he's there anyway. Um, so we're gonna take a break here, and uh, we got some hoops to talk about, and we have some breaking news that uh, I think is gonna be a fun conversation. We'll be right back.
1: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com
0: Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com So Chris is going to enjoy this because Chris is not a fan of this person. Chris has had some fairly disparaging things to say about this person. But just announced an hour before we started recording. The jump on ESPN, the NBA show of the jump, is being canceled. And Rachel Nichols is being taken off of all ESPN programming. She has a little over she has a little over a year left on her contract. And the expectation is that she's going to eat it out and and she's gone from the company. Now, the reason that's relevant, number one, from a, from a basketball standpoint is because much like we have NBA live every day, I mean, NBA, NFL live every day on ESPN. We have baseball tonight every day on ESPN. The jump was the first time we had a regular basketball show every day. And with basketball starting up here in a couple of, in in a couple of months, it's a weird time to end that show, which was highly successful and highly entertaining. Now, the reason it's probably interesting to the people who are listening, especially Mr. Platt, because you all remember Rachel got in some, some trouble, if you will, because she had some um, interesting words to say about her former co-worker, who is now at NBC, the queen, Miss Maria Taylor. We're not we don't have to rehash that. We we talked about it, we've been through that. She lived it out, she apologized. People ain't forgive her. It is what it is. But that's a pretty big thing to do, bro. That's 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 like that's pretty big. I mean, what are your what are your what are your thoughts on just the whole entire situation?
1: So before we get to that, and this is absolutely terrible. It is, I'm just gonna say it. You think Jimmy Butler hit it in the bubble? Oh. Multiple times in the bubble.
0: Did you see the interview where they had that one look at each other? But they, yeah, come on, dog. Yeah, no, he and, was and in, again, he's
1: he in the bubble hitting that bubble.
0: Yes, and again, I got no qualms <laughs> with that. They grown God, people.
1: They, they grown ass people, man. They're the right. adults, man. They do what you do. I, yeah, whatever. Um, in a I, I got... What? I got to double back, though, for a second. I don't want to get into the whole discussion about what happened, but I think that it's fair that we bring it up because that directly led to this. Yes. Yeah, I've been on, on air. I'm not the biggest Rachel Nichols fan, haven't been for a long time. I also do feel a way about people's private conversations getting leaked in public because without proper context, you can make anything sound like anything. It just is what it is. I also didn't like her... Discussing Maria Taylor, I don't necessarily say or think that what she said was wrong, but it reminded me of a lot of conversations that I had in college in my sociology classes where I had to take white boys to task because they would always say that, you know, the only reason that certain black people were in certain positions was because of affirmative action, which if you know anything about America, number one, I was tired of having that conversation. But if you know anything about America, black people only get into certain positions because they're either coons or they're super dope. And sometimes those two things overlap. I'm looking at you, Stephen A. Smith, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, my God. I'm also not going to cry a river for Rachel Nichols or jump off any small porches because she lost her job. Because it's America, Ray, white people don't get fired. They get reassigned. So she's going to pop up somewhere. She's going to lay low for a little bit. She's going to pop up somewhere. and She's going to be just fine. But. The bottom line is, and the fact of the matter is, the reason that this move was made is because she rocked the apple cart. Regardless of how the information came out, she rocked the apple cart for a lot of powerful people. She embarrassed ESPN. She embarrassed the NBA. She embarrassed LeBron James, which that's one thing about that whole conversation, which I don't think got enough prudence. And it's funny how I kind of got swept under the rug is that she was on the phone with LeBron James, business manager. And those three entities that I just named, if you don't think they're in cahoots with each other, you're smoking crack. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, you have no idea how this how the world works. But somebody had to be the fall person for this. And the axe came down on Rachel. It just is what it is. This is how these things work.
0: Somebody had to be the, and I quote, foul guy. Side to
1: Chris see, Potter. See, I was trying to, cause you you get on me, cause you low key think I'm a misogynist, and I was trying to be all inclusive by saying "fall no. person" as opposed to "fall guy," cause you know. I like, well, don't think
0: you're wanna... a misogynist. Maybe other people do, but that, that's definitely not the one. Of uh, all, all right, the negative cool. things I may have felt about <laughs> you over the years, that's not one of them. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> not at all. Not one bit. Trust. Me. I know you much better than that. Um, I I will say this: the disappointed. The most disappointing thing about all this is The Jump is Done. Because so it's a like fantastic show. Movie. I love the wait, show. I
1: don't miss really? it. I don't wait, miss wait, it. With, with fucking uh, Kendrick Perkins looking like a goddamn African tiki mask. And fucking uh, Richard Jefferson looking like a goddamn dinosaur. And Rachel Nichols looking like fucking um, Shrek. L- look I mean, at it. You won't be able to unsee it. You won't be able to unsee it once you see it.
0: I, you know, hey, don't forget to tip your waiters, everybody. Mr. Christopher Black. Hey. Uh,
1: don't forget to try um, your waitress and tip your
0: bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I think it's a fantastic show, and I know that Kenji Perkins is super controversial in these NBA streets. I get that, and you know I'm an Arizona guy, so I always got love for Richard Jefferson. Okay. But that's, I mean Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Scottie Pippen, Matt Barnes, so you know uh, Ramona Shelburne. So, so, Zach Lowe, there's so much quality on that show, right? And more than anything, I don't care if it's the jump, it's the dunk, it's the three-point shot, it's whatever. I need daily NBA content. So, more than anything, that's, that's, the, that's the biggest loss of all of this. I got to say, Rachel earned the situation. we am not taking away from it one bit, and I'm not sticking up for her, but it's disappointing to me. That one thing, and you're going to disagree with this, and I I respect that because you don't like her. But one, and I don't think she was disrespectful in what she said. I just think she shouldn't have said it because you don't mention the other person's name in your mouth, right? But she did not, I don't think what she said was, in a sense, racist because she was trying to take her down because of her race. I think she was trying to keep her job.
1: I agree with right? you. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a race thing. That was a caddy woman thing. That w- that was more a caddy woman thing than a race thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what's disappointing to me is, and again, you're gonna disagree with this, but she's had, in my opinion, 15 years of impeccable work wherever she's went. She's been the go-to person in every channel she's been at for basketball, whether it's on the court or finally got to the studio, and her reputation is ruined. And I hate that now she earned it, but I hate that. And she'll get another job easily. She'll find another spot. She may not be the number one person anymore, but she'll go to back to Turner or she'll go to Fox or she'll go somewhere.
1: Yeah. She going to be at FS1. Well,
0: that's probably, that's where everybody else goes. Word to Chris Broussard. Uh, But I I just hate that because I don't like to see people lose their reputations for things that I I, 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 I I don't wanna say aren't a big deal because what she did was a big deal. You know, it affected Maria Taylor so much she left the company. So I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I just think that I can understand her feelings in that moment. And I've again, we spoke about this ad nauseum. Um, I I I laid out. We don't have to get over this again, but I laid out how hard, you know, this is according to multiple sources. She worked just to get that show. How hard she worked just to get back to basketball at ESPN, and then how hard she worked to get the show, and then for her to be the face of NBA basketball on that program where Maria Taylor was a college football person, and then all of a sudden. Lose the job. I, I can understand how that shit feel. Nonetheless, you reap what you sow. And right now she's made a blanket.
1: And, you know, I think that it was Maria Taylor Taylor's people that leaked that so that Maria oh, would have sure. le- leverage in contract negotiations with ESPN. And, you, you know, believe it or not, I agree with everything you said. I've never questioned her talent. I've never questioned her work ethic. I, too, think it's fucked up that she lost her job because a private conversation went public. You know, I might not agree with what she said. I don't think what she said was racist. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, we we, well, we, we, we discussed that. But, no, everything you said, I agree. Everything was taken away from a private conversation that was taken completely and utterly out of context. Yes, that's not fair, but somebody had to be the fall guy, and it was going to be her. Now, as Such far as— life. Yeah, so the jump. Let me let me throw this at you. We can keep Richard Jefferson on there. Keep Richard Jefferson, Jalen Rose, Doris Burke.
0: I, only reason I say no on Jalen Rose is because Jalen's is too big for the jump. Jalen got his own show. Jalen is one of Jalen is one of the biggest media personalities that's a former as a former player in the game. So putting him on the jump, he's already the the cornerstone of the of the NBA countdown. Jalen Rose is so big that they built he is, they built get up around Greenberg and him and at the time Michelle Beadle. I don't think Jalen Rose will ever be a regular the jump contributor, and Jalen and Jacoby comes on before the jump. But okay, cool, right? But you, I mean, but again, T Mac was fantastic. Vince Carter is fantastic. A lot this of people feel the way about Matt Barnes, but Matt Barnes is really good when it comes to actual basketball analysis. They got great people on the roster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vince Carter is really good at media, which I didn't see that one coming. He's really good at media with all due respects to Matt Barnes and T-Mac and all of that. But, yeah, he's good. So, okay, so Doris will keep Richard Jeff and then throw Vince Carter on there and we keep it moving like an escalator.
0: If Doris wants a job, cool. But what they had done after she had her issue, Malika Andrews did a good job, I think, hosting the show. And she was already being groomed as the next up, right? So nonetheless, it, they'll figure something out. There'll there'll be another basketball show eventually. Uh but you
1: no but you're right, it's definitely gonna be a black woman just for optics. Not saying that Malika's not talented, but for optics, it's I, yeah, you're yeah.
0: You're it's right. And and for and for those for the uninformed, Malika is biracial. So to a lot of people, best that, of the and, world worlds. And again, I'm not saying that matters to me, but there's a whole bunch of people that it does. Um, there's a reason President Obama was biracial.
1: Yeah, I'll drink to that. Um,
0: uh, let's move on, real- and
1: Bruce. <laughs> uh, she's gonna get the jump, she's good, and she deserves the opportunity.
0: If there's any indication that Rachel Nichols uh, should be fired. We're done. We're done. I probably no,
1: let's let's start a rumor, bro. Barack Obama, uh, banged Rachel Nichols on the low scale. Don't low do, that. Do, do that.
0: You will not. Look, <laughs> we've already had an entanglement <laughs> with Will and Jada. We all we already had four, four, four. Don't ruin the last black love we got. Don't do
1: it. All right. Well, I ain't said nothing about Christopher and Amber. What you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Yep.
0: This is the time I wish that this was a video podcast cuz you know. <laughs> moving on. There's I, I'm curious to see your thoughts on this. I don't even know how long we'll talk about this. But that often you're going to have a story about Northern's Noel. Northern's Noel is a it, it's a it's a good center, a good player, right? Right now he plays for the New York Knicks, but he is he filed a lawsuit claiming that Rich Paul, who is the biggest agent in basketball the you know lebron's one of LeBron's right hand men and um and the firm clutch sports, which rich heads now or i guess it was built from the head uh he's suing them claiming he lost fifty eight million dollars in potential salary when he was represented from by Rich Paul between 2017 and two thousand twenty What he's saying is that uh in uh, July 27, he was a free agent, and he was offered a four-year, $70 million deal, deal, $70 million deal by the Mavericks. And um, he says that he fired his current um, agent, Happy Walters, hire Rich Paul. They may have been Simmons' birthday party in L.A. He hired him. But he says that Rich Paul advised him to pass on, on the offer and get a one-year deal, so that he could be unrestricted and like really, really get paid. And then the next year, Rich Paul said he couldn't get him a more lucrative, lucrative deal. And he ended up uh, signing a qualifying offer for $4.1 million. Now, my quick thoughts on this. Number one is too bad, so sad. Because the agent works for the client. So there's nothing the agent does that you didn't accept. I could tell you, Platt, right now, hey, man, you know what you should do? You should jump out of your condo and land on your head. Now, if you go do that, it's not my fault. You had to physically choose to do that. I am not saying that there are situations which somebody can be coerced. That's a different conversation. We're talking about, like, business. Nobody told that man to not take that money other than himself. Anybody else in the world could have said, don't do it. Ultimately, he chose not to put pen to paper. Feel for him. I feel for him. Because everybody out here getting paid. You know what? You should have, you should have had your better judgment. Sometimes it's better to go against to go against your, your agent. So that's my thoughts on it.
1: You you know, Ray, I really do sincerely, in my deepest. Dep is darks of my heart. I don't even know what the fuck I just said, but you knew what I was getting at. I truly feel bad for Noel in this situation. I, I really do. But! <laughs> I'm going right to tell you like my old man rest his soul. Ray, I'm going to tell you just like my old man told me on numerous occasions. And I'm going to give y'all Uncle Christopher is going to give y'all a little game here. This is what my old man always told me. He'd say, see? Actually, he'd call me K because he wanted my name to be spelled with a K, Chris with a K. So he say, K, always get the money, even if you end up having to give it back. You don't You're look at right. gift thoughts in the mouth. Like, I, I get it. He bet on himself, and this happens sometimes. Sometimes it works out well, like for your man uh, Dragic in Phoenix. He bet on himself turned himself into a borderline all-star caliber player, and then he was able to go back and get the money. In this particular situation, you are a Mellon Farmer that came into the league. I, didn't he miss his first year or two because of and injuries in here. the league? Yeah. rookie year, yes. You got bad advice from your agent. That sucks, but the shit happens. But you also are the one that turned down the $70 million. But this is you know, nothing. These guys, they listen blindly to what these agents tell them not understanding what you said. You don't work for them. They work for you. And I feel bad and it's a fucked up situation. And maybe he's out here bad right now. And which is why he's suing, but it sucks. But I mean, what you want me to do? You turned down 70 million guaranteed. And you're a marginal player at best. Like it's not like Michael Jordan said, yeah, I'm I'm, going to try my luck. Like, no, you 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 weren't that. With all due respect, but yeah, you turned down seventy million, bro. My
0: my only, I he may be down bad. I doubt it, but I don't know that man's life. My own, my my only contention of fact to that is, you still in the league
1: though? Is he who's he who he, play for? To, he to played for? Charles Who he played for. Uh, he with the Knicks.
0: Yes. Oh, you still in the league, cuz? Like, what are you talking about? Hit me when you out. Antoine Walker deserves to be suing somebody for losing yeah. 120 million.
1: He should sue everybody, including his ex-wife. He, oh, should, he should be sue. she should be the first one.
0: Well, <laughs> we know how that goes.
1: He <laughs> And then sue Michael himself. Jordan. And then Michael Jordan should be second.
0: Paul <laughs> McCartney, <laughs> Mel Gibson, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Boy.
1: Yeah, um, but but out of the four people you just named, three of them are right still. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had Teddy on here so he could play that one of these things is not like the other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's move to our last basketball topic real quick. Um, this one may take this one may take a sec. We're going to end the show because I want to get your your thoughts as we end the show on the. Coalition, that is, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12. But there was a, you know, every year the GMs take a survey. And this is the first year in God knows how long that LeBron James was not on the list of bet, of the best player in the NBA. So what the the 30 general managers, they're asked a number of questions. Uh, who's the best player? Who's the best coach? Best general manager? Uh, biggest offseason season acquisition, uh, the best rookie, so on and so forth. And then the results are compiled and put out on usually on NBA.com. And it's really interesting to see what the general managers are thinking. This year, ah, ah, as uh, one Steve Austin likes to say, Ron ain't on the list. Uh, I believe it's Jonas Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant are tied for the number one. So Mr. Platt, I want you to give me your top ten NBA players, in order, if possible.
1: So, full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, Ray sprung this on me, and I had about fifteen minutes worth of thought to put into this. But I, I we'll see where we go with this. <clears throat> Number one, I got to go, KD, Kevin Durant. He best player in the game. To, the best player in the game, All right. right now, without far. Well, I mean, without question. And he proved it when he went overseas. Like He saw what Giannis did in the finals and said, hold my beer in international play. So I got to go Kevin Durant.
0: All right.
1: Number two, I got to go Giannis. I mean, what he did in that finals, he snapped. He lost his ever-loving freaking goddamn titty, French-fried titty-fuck mine in that finals and carried that team to a championship so he's a solid number two if you want to have him at number one there's not a whole lot of argument you're going to get from me
0: okay number two number
1: three out of respect out of respect i gotta go lebron james right there because he's still lebron okay number four chef curry all right
0: uh by the way, if we wanted to be salacious, we would talk about his parents' divorce, but we're not that type of podcast.
1: Hey, Number hey, five, hey, Dale just lucky. I'm in a committed and happy relationship, or else he wouldn't have a chance to get her back. If you don't wanna, don't waste your time. Cause I'll take a chef gonna come downstairs Christmas morning, and I'm gonna be sitting on <laughs> the couch in my robe eating cereal like <laughs> it Christmas steps. Big Rames, <laughs> big Rames,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you how to get the <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. You may be able to commit a relationship. I'm not.
1: Number hey, you better go, man, you better go shoot your
0: shot.
1: <laughs> fine, fine. And you already got kids because I think she's beyond that age. So you already got kids. You better go shoot your shot, boy. Uh, hey. Number five, uh, I'm going to go um Kawhi, who would probably be higher if he was healthy. But Kawhi is still Kawhi. I mean, come on now. Okay. Number yeah. six. And this is when it's probably going to get controversial. I'm going James Harden. James Harden is really good at the basketball.
0: I don't think that's controversial, man. Everybody understands that dude is fantastic. It's just people don't like him. But okay, it. I'm with I'm with it. Number six, number seven.
1: Number seven. Now this is where it's going to get controversial. Then Kyrie
0: Irving. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you lost me there. Yeah, I might have been a step with you until that. But okay, go yeah, keep cooking. Yeah. Okay, where well, we at? Number eight. Number eight. By the way, Kyrie is massively talented. He's not in the
1: top ten. Yes. Um, I gotta go my man in Dallas, or your man in Dallas right here. Um, Luca. Gotta go Luca, number eight. All
0: right. I'm writing this list down for you, by the way.
1: Fair enough. Number nine, we're gonna go. This is tough. Cause there's three guys, but I only got two slots. Well, who are your three for the people for the listeners? Who are your three? Baby Dame, Joker. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Embiid.
0: Good three. All right. So, yeah. got to make the list. Uh, got to cut one out.
1: I love you, Embiid, but I'm going uh, Baby Dame and Joker because I'm a sucker for a passing center. for a center that can pass, I should say.
0: Both fall. Right yeah. in line with who he is. Yeah.
1: So, that's my top ten. God bless you.
0: Thank you. You, know, you didn't have to say that on air because I knew I, mean myself, did. But like, nonetheless. I, yes,
1: I did. <laughs> yeah. I was, All right. Yeah.
0: Christopher Platt's top 10. Nikola Jokic, the reigning MVP at number 10. Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, at number 9. Luka Doncic at number 8. Kyrie Irving making a surprise entrance at number 7. James Harden at number 6. The clock Kawhi Leonard at number 5. The Chef, Steph Curry at number 4. Kang, LeBron James, is number three. Number two is the reigning king of the world, literally. John is out to Tacumbo. And Kevin Durant is number one. Sir, I'm going to make a couple of changes to that list. John is my number one. John is my number one right now. I think he earned that. I think he earned the right to be number one. And you even acknowledge that you can flip.
1: I can't argue that. Yeah, there's no argument.
0: Um, KD will be number two. I agree with that. Number three, I think, will be LeBron. I'm gonna switch your five and six. I'm gonna make keep Stefan number four and put Harden number five and Leonard number six because James Harden for all of his negatives don't miss games. This is the first time in a long time he's missed games this year. And that's because he tried to he tried to get out of Houston and played the gimmick a little too well.
1: <laughs> he did. He was living the gimmick. Yes.
0: Um, number seven is gonna be Luca. My number eight is gonna be Dame Lillard. My number nine is gonna be Jokic. Bye, bye, Kyrie. My number ten is a guy that that should get a lot of love. But man, there's so many things with the dude. Uh, some people may say he's a sidekick. Some people may say he's injury prone. But when healthy, there ain't too many better in the world at 48 minutes of basketball than Anthony Davis.
1: Ooh, I can't argue that. I mean, yeah, I can't argue that. I just have been underwhelmed with his time in L.A., but, yeah, you can't underwhelmed argue Underwhelmed
0: his first year they won a championship?
1: Yeah. Okay. And even more underwhelmed from his uh, piss-poor performance in this postseason. He played well. They He just wasn't, he just wasn't on the court.
0: He played well, though. <laughs> My, I mean, my it, biggest it, issue with him is the same, is a lot of it, the same issue that, uh, that Shaq and Chuck and a lot of these old school bigs have with these new school bigs. They don't rebound. If the kid got 13 rebounds a game, it'd be a different basketball game for the Lakers. I know you want to
1: say something else. Go ahead. No, he gives me Chris Webber vibes, and I actually think that Chris Webber was more talented than he was just all around because he could dribble, he could pass. But it's the same type of thing when when it when it's nut cutting time, they both come up short. You know what I mean?
0: I I disagree with the come up short part. Chris Webber was notoriously one of the most unclutch players of all time. <laughs> <laughs> you but, but your boy AD didn't hit big shots. He's had big moments. AD is clutch. So AD's only issue is something Chris Webber knows a lot about, Injuries. staying on the court. Yes, <laughs> staying on the court. But that's a good comparison because they are kind of the same guy. I want to remind you and those listening that Anthony Davis was a point guard his entire life until senior year of high school.
1: Mm-hmm. So, he shot up, yeah.
0: Yes, he he grew like nine inches. So that's the reason why he has a handle. That's the reason why he has a shot. That's the reason why he likes to be away from the basket so long. Cause he's only been playing near the basket for like the past five years <laughs> before that he was, whole life. He was a point guard. Um, but yeah. So, and also with the exception of uh, the stifled tower in Utah, Rudy Gobert, by the way, shout out to Donovan Mitchell who could be on this list. Um, you know, I think I, my tender is cemented, but I think he's in that next five tier. But um, with this, with respect to Rudy Gobert, There's no better big in the game defensively than Anthony Davis. And that changes the game. I think elevates him over people like Joel Embiid and things of that nature. Um, But, yeah, so that's our list. Maybe Tanya will give you his. Maybe we may tweet him out because I think this is an interesting conversation. Your best players. I know we're also going to have a mock fantasy draft here in the next couple weeks before the season starts. And right before the season the night before the season starts, so was that September eighth?
1: Yes, sir. Right? Yes, You're
0: sir. are gonna have we're gonna have your NFL preview. So big things coming from the three man weave. We have one more topic for you. We're gonna go to the gridiron in college. We're gonna drumline, bring out Nick Cannon, and then hit the stuff. But
1: please Well, yeah, but before we get to break, I'm gonna give you Tunnies. Uh I'm gonna at least give you a top five. Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo Bobby Portis. <laughs> it's like it's hey. almost like he was here.
0: Dante DiVincenzo, aka the best nickname ever given by money Jones.
1: White Dante. White Dante. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pop. Uh, we'll be right back, y'all. Sierra Hotel.
1: India. Echo Lima. Lima.
0: Before we finish, y'all, we want to thank you guys again for listening to The Three Man Weave. We appreciate you guys rocking with us here at The Chair Shot Radio Network. Don't forget to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash the Shot and go get, as my brother Platt said earlier in this show, some wonderful, beautiful merchandise for your skins. It feels good, so good on your skins. If you will. If you will. Soft style. Uh, the I, what are other shirts? Hashtag journalism. Jesus did the job. Whatever you do, do not buy the Platte last shirt.
1: Oh, shut up. We don't rock the Shut that. up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Last one for you, brother. So as we know, the whole world all of a sudden is now in the southeastern United States because every school want to play for the SEC. Texas, Oklahoma, everybody's moved. Well, the mother guys ain't really uh, take too kindly to that. So the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 have created an alliance, or what I like to call a coalition, um, that they'll be working with each other to try to offset the ACC's dominance in college sports, but particularly college football. Before we get out of here, how crazy is this shit, right? What are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking these melon farmers knew what it was. They've had this plan in place for at least forty years. They knew what they were doing was highway robbery and they were getting away with it. And eventually, shout out to the Supreme Court. I don't say that very much.
0: <laughs> with the Supreme wait, Court's ruling. Wait, let, let, let that let that let that sit for a minute. Shout out to the Supreme Court. You'll never hear it again on Three Man Weave. Or the Cherish Out Radio Network to begin with. Go ahead, sir.
1: At least not out of my mouth. (laughs) But their ruling earlier this year, you know, saying that players can get paid off their likenesses and stuff like that, eventually that's going to lead to them getting paid from the universities themselves. They've had this plan in place for a minute. They knew eventually the gravy train was going to run out. So this is like the plan B, all this consolidating, because they're trying to consolidate what power that they have left to get the top recruits. So you could say, oh, well, we're always on television, blah, this, blah, blah, blah." we might not be able to pay you as much as this team, but you're gonna get exposure and ultimately get to to the next level. So that's all this is. They're trying to batten down the hatches and consolidate the power that they still have to try to keep some leverage. That's all this is. I'm not surprised.
0: My last question and my only real question about this is, how long before the NCAA as we know it is dead? Because it's already starting to die a horrible death. Because the one thing the NCAA had over everybody was amateurism. They can't get paid. Now they can get paid, shout out to the Supreme Court, off their likenesses. So I don't really know what the purpose of the NCAA is for much longer.
1: Are you talking about the NCAA or America?
0: Well, I mean if you really want to get, you want to get philosophical with it for a score in 17 years ago. No, I don't. I'm talking about the incident in particular, but yes, one could surmise that both could be talked about in the same pretense.
1: Both are on fumes. Like it's going to take a while before they're both kind of dissolved. Like it might not even happen in our lifetime, but the blueprint and the groundwork has been laid. They're both on respirators right now.
0: I remember a few years back, of all, talk about, we're, this, we're just pulling random shit out of our hat today. Uncle Luke was trying to create the alternative to the NCAA. And when he did it, I, I, that's the first time I ever thought, well, damn, there could be another NCAA? I didn't know that it could be a thing. I don't see them last, 2021, right? By the end of 2030, there won't be NCAA. I take right here. It'll be some different governing body of college sports, won't be the national.
1: The or, National Collegiate Athletic Association, I believe.
0: Boy, come, look look at you in that in that Atlanta education.
1: Bruh, I've been in Atlanta for five years. I was educated outside of Atlanta, sir.
0: I'm not going to give any credit to that school. <laughs> in in southwestern Ohio, southeastern Ohio.
1: Actually, it's northeastern, but but go off.
0: Don't nobody care about that contest, <laughs> state, bro. You know what I'm saying? But go <laughs> off. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm not. I'm not gonna hit on my Ohioans. Uh, no. Hey, you're right. Yeah. So I. I don't. I don't think it's. It's. I don't think it's here for much longer. And I think that only behooves everybody involved. Sorry, Mark Emery. You' about to be out of a job, big dog.
1: Yeah. Y'all better figure something out, cause yeah. You know, Luke tried it, LeVar Ball tried it. And this is the thing, man, when you know, when revolutionary ideas come along, it's never the first melon farmer that comes up with the idea that hits it big or even gets the credit. It's the melon farmer that learns from their mistakes, see what they did, saw the genius in their blueprint, sands off the rough edges, and then figures it out.
0: Shout out to Christopher Columbus. <laughs> 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 We're wild today. I'm sorry. This only happens because Tony's not here. This is this, 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 yeah. That's
1: line. it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, before we get out of here, man, anything I know we used to do the um, the, the final shot. takes, yeah, parting shots yeah. and word to John Saunders. Like, I love that, right? And word to Dick Schapp, another legend. I miss that. I don't have anything. I'm sure you don't have anything, but is there anything going on in sports we didn't cover, we didn't talk about, that you wanted to hit on before we get out of here?
1: A uh, shout-out to uh, Shikari Richardson. Everybody was kind of giving her shit because she finished. It wasn't butt-naked last. It was 2nd No, last.
0: it was butt-naked last. She was 10, bro.
1: Butt-naked last. But, I mean, what you expect? Like, she was going up against Mellon Farmers that had just competed at the highest level, like, last week. And okay. I mean, I'm sure she was training and whatnot, but at the same point uh-uh. time, plus a lot of them girls were just better. But I mean, there's a, a big difference between practicing and then in-game. Like, that's a whole other speed. It's a whole nother level. Lay off her back. Yeah, she had uh-uh. a bad showing. But this nope. is what happens. And if she's truly a champion, she'll bounce back and she'll do her thug thizzle. You know? Let's see what she's made of.
0: That last part I agree with 100%. And I'm not dissing her. But you want all the praise, you want all the credit, you got to get this work and the smoke when you lose. You hey. were the fastest person in the world until you decided to toke up for whatever reason you decided to and had a whole month and a half off. You should have been working. You knew this, this race was coming. You knew them girls in Jamaica got to smoke. And I have it on good authority with a very close friend of mine who was a collegiate NCAA, there goes that word again, track and field runner hundred the running hundred yard ran 20 yard who told me that the real reason shakari smoked was because she didn't want the real smoke with them three girls from down there in Jamaica. So miss me with all that oh well you know don't feel bad for you or, or don't get on her. No she deserved all the all of it because that's your job and you failed. If LeBron came out tomorrow and in the finals went 0 for twenty he gonna get this work, right? If Tom Brady goes 0 for 45 with five t- five interceptions, on game one in the first game, he gonna get this work. You finish booty butt naked last in a race, you gonna get this work. Don't mean that we hate you. Don't mean that we want you to to fail. It means you were trash for that race. Get better.
1: I think there were some other drug drugs involved that um. Don't mean marijuana. I think there was some other. Uh, I can't call them recreational. I guess they would. I would call them. You're you picking up what I'm putting down. I just don't want to say
0: it. In the sky with diamonds.
1: Yeah, I, I was going more along the Lou Ferrigno, Arnold Schwarzenegger side of the game. That's where I was coming from. <laughs> you know. Shout out to Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pumping iron uh, you know oh, oh. yeah oh, the yeah yeah uh, brother got oh, yeah gotcha uh, say your prayers and take your vitamins if you will
0: as well as the modern philosopher of the tootsie Row owl once said the world may never know <laughs> get us out of here Platt.
1: Hey man, well we're we're thank y'all for tuning into the latest edition of Three Man Weave. Mr. Cash, where can the good folks find you, sir?
0: You can find me at PC Tunny, aka Pizza Funny. And only on every other Thursday from the hours of five AM to five oh five AM, you can find me at It's Ray Cash, R E Wise Mysterio, C A S H as in Dollars. No other time but those five minutes.
1: That's about it, because this motherfucker will wake up at 3.45 in the morning and go watch the latest Marvel movie or show or whatever Justice League and DC got going on. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know when this guy sleeps. Y'all can find me on Twitter at The Real C Platt. More importantly, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out here at the Chair Shot by supporting the movement and going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t shirt. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. For Mr. Ray Cash, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. We'll see you right back here next week. Same plat time, same plat channel. Until then, shalom.
0: All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. won't stop now Whoa. keep your
1: hands up get them in the sky for the that make it and my folks down. i never went nowhere you know say, ludic- thechairshot.com always use your
0: head <laughs> wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it
1: i got a huge assist from grammarly an ai writing partner that helped me make my point and it works everywhere i write